Mic check. One, two, one, two. Yo, what's up, man? Is this thing on? <laughs> We're the Queued Up Podcast on Podcasting, your weekly source for podcast news, tips, and tricks. From production to promotion and everything in between. I'm John Luckenball. And I'm Matthew Stevens. Two podcast experts ready to help you every Wednesday. All right, welcome to another episode of the Queued Up Podcast on podcasting. As always, I'm Matthew Stevens, and I am joined by my co-host, John Luckenball. John, how you doing today? I'm doing well, Matt. Good morning. And uh, we do have a special guest that it is not morning for yes, them. Yes, we do have a special guest. Uh, you will know him as the CEO of Captivate, Mr. Asquith on Twitter. It is Mark Asquith. How you doing, Mark? I am pretty good, thank you. I am. Uh, you're right. It's the middle of the afternoon for me, so I'm in that. Uh, I'm in that cozy afternoon feeling where I've got theoretically all the stuff I've got to get done done, but I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, it never works out that way. No, exactly. Especially when it's like the one day of sun that we get in the UK. <laughs> so you know what I mean. It's like the one day. Like here's the day. Let's make the most of it. But uh, no, I'm good. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I completely understand. It's been uh, been been weird weather over here on the East Coast of the United States, too. So let's get into kind of one of the big pieces of news, which is Captivate 2.0. Uh, you guys just released that recently, and it's got a bunch of new features. Um, I'll kind of do a quick rundown of the improved UI. You've got the improved Omni Search, which looks amazing. You've got the trackable short links for marketing sponsors and affiliates, and then redesigned analytics and distribution. I'm sure I missed a bunch of the smaller things that are in there as well, but uh, it looks amazing, Mark. We talk about it all the time, all the different you know, hosting platforms out there and distribution platforms out there. It's nice to see one kind of think about it uh, from a podcaster's perspective and put all of the pieces together in a way that makes sense. It looks really, really cool. Can you tell us maybe a little bit about those features and about why maybe you guys decided to create a 2.0 instead of kind of rolling with what you guys had? Yeah, I think it's the hosting company's responsibility to stop hosting being complicated. You know, I think there's a lot of a lot of hosting companies trade off 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 it being complex because that's cool. It's like the mechanic, you know, well, got to swap all these things under the hood, and then you lift the hood, and you're like, wait a sec, there's no engine in here. This is a this is a battery car. What are you talking about? Kind of a lot of it is rubbish. It, it, it's a funny scenario. You know, it's easy when you build software. You can use things like Bootstrap, and you know, you can get a good piece of software out pretty quickly, which is what we did with Captivate One. And Captivate One was just proving the point behind the scenes. Like, can we be a really good hosting platform and give people really good work and, and, and do the job for them? You know, can we get the tech lab, the IAB certification quicker than anyone? Can we do all that sort of stuff? The UI has to be good. It has to be simple, but it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be a game changer because all the other stuff is kind of refreshing. You know, it's nice. So 2.0 was, was a, a double-edged kind of attack for us. And it was really an attack on ourselves, like challenging ourselves to do better because We've got so much of the stuff coming down the wire. I'm always up for this, you know, free podcast hosting. Like people give free podcast hosting away. Um, like I got told off by the CEO of another company, which slap on the wrist. Now I just moved my wrist. I was like, you can't do that. That's my wrist. Get away. And the reason we got slapped on the wrist was because, uh, you know, we called out this whole, well, if you do free podcast hosting, you're kind of only doing it so that people end up paying you. Like that's fine, but let's just be really honest about what's going on. Let's not, let's not pretend because people aren't silly. Anyway, that got me a bit of a slap on the wrist. But the fun thing about it is that like, we want to give free podcast hosting to people through Captivate, but we don't want it to be free. We want them to be able to earn their hosting money back as quickly as possible so that they can podcast for free. 
And that's the difference in mentality. So 2.0 sets us up for all that stuff. You know, our paid podcasting, our paid private feeds, our paid memberships, dynamic content insertion, our paid trailer swaps, our, our cross-promotional marketplace, all these things, the, you know, guest booking. You know, if we can stop you paying for something and you do it all in one place and we can give you those bits for free, then, you know, carry on podcasting. That's what we want to do. So that's why, that's why 2.0 was done. OmniSearch was done because I'm really lazy. Um, <laughs> Like to the point where I really can't be bothered clicking things. So I was like, wouldn't it be nice if I'm typing something to just keep typing something? We were inspired by a number of things, actually. Like I, I remember getting a Mac in 2009 and being like, what is this command and space magic? And then I, I started using Superhuman a bit ago and they've got this commanding K thing. And it's just, I mean, Descript have got it. There's a few people that have got it. And we were like, why is, why is not one got this in podcasting? So we just, I text Kieran, like, this is no lie, guys, right? We had this OmniSearch feature where you can search for everything and it, it, will, it will take you to a certain part of Captivate with just a, a little keystroke. And it's really quick for workflow. And it was like the 11th hour putting it out and you, you know, I was like, Kieran, why don't, we, why don't we make it so if you press Command and K? And he was like, you're kidding me, aren't you? It's going out like tomorrow. <laughs> so I was like, well, yeah, well, if you can't do it, I mean, we can get someone else. He was like, you're a dick. Yeah, of course I'm going to do it now. You said that. So we put the 2.0 out. But the big one for me is, is the short links. That's, I was going to mention that. Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, thanks, John. It, it, it is. It's, it's a good one. Now, so there was a couple of reasons for that one. Again, complete and utter laziness. And I say that really flippantly because like, why, as a podcaster, why wouldn't be la- we be lazy? Like I'm messing around with editing and I've got to sort guests out and I've, I've got to sort 10 other things like all my social media and my marketing. Like I sort of want to be lazy with the stuff that's sort of obvious. But the problem is that inherently, very, very often, laziness comes with one of two things. A lack of result, i.e. I can't be bothered to do that, or if I do, I'm going to kind of hack it together, or needing an external service, you know, so needing something else to do this short linking for you. And we sort of got thinking about it, and I was like, oh, well, it's sort of stupid that why shouldn't I be able to track in particular, and I mean thinking further forward, why shouldn't I be able to track that when I say this thing, I get a spike in clicks? and test where I start to put the links and where I talk about the links and overlay some of those data points. Because you know, one of the other very subtle differences with 2.0 is that we've renamed, we haven't renamed actually, but we've created a new subsection for analytics and it's underneath a label called insights. And it's got one link in there called analytics. Like that's not an accident. There will be other things in there. That was sort of the reasoning for it. And it, you know, all of this is derived from me just publishing my podcast and getting really annoyed when stuff doesn't exist. So that's that's where it's all come from. So what I like about the the link shorteners is that you can go in, you can do like uh, yourpodcast.com backslash Instagram or Facebook mm. or something like that. And it doesn't have to be this huge, long title of a link or even using like the, the bit.ly link or the pixel links and stuff like that. It can be custom to have your website name in or your podcast name in, correct? Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, I've got it linked up now to my show. So I've got like mark.live slash Twitter or slash Instagram or whatever takes you to the relevant profiles. But we're capturing all that data. We're capturing all the clicks. Now, what's interesting about that is that we, you know, unlike other, other external kind of attribution providers, we control the, your entire ecosystem of data. So we can, you know, no one should be applauded for delivering measured data yes. to you. Like that's sort of their job. You know, that's, that's like a plumber. <laughs> yeah turning up and being like, look, um, I, here's my invoice. Why? Because I'm a plumber and I've said that I'm a plumber. So I've done some plumbing. 
it's like, well, okay, you can pay, I'll pay you. That's great. But I, you know, you've not done anything special. Like that's sort of your job. And <laughs> it's the same with us. Like we're an analytics company. So to just go, we've got the best analytics. It's like, well, of course you, why would you say you've got the worst? Of course <laughs> it's ridiculous. So our, our only job, and especially because of the way that podcasting is going, you know, we, I've talked about this in the past about big podcasting and little podcasting and medium podcasting. You know, I remember having an argument with Jess at Chi Podcast years ago. She was like, how do I make money from this, 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 this community? And how do we build this community into a business? I said, like, you've got to go for the middle podcasters, the people that love what they do. And they've got just enough of something, downloads, listeners, engagement, to make some money. That's your community. Like the big guys wonder it. They don't, they don't care about the short link. They don't care about Patreon. Like, why would they? They're making movies, you know, and, and the little person, you know, all the brands, that the, the companies that set these podcasts up internally, they set a podcast up to be an internal podcast. You know, you want the middle people that care enough about it. It's like me with golf. I'm terrible, <laughs> but I love it. And I'm lucky enough to have like 50 bucks a month to be able to go and play once or twice. Like I'm the perfect person to sell golf clubs to because exactly. I love it and I've got a bit of cash. I can just chuck a hundred bucks at a new, you know, whatever, a new sandwich or whatever. For us, it's about data stories. You know, you can't, podcasting can't, can't continue to evolve on size of numbers. Like you and I can't get 35,000 downloads an episode. And importantly, we probably could, but we can't wait until we get to that point until we start to do something meaningful with the data or with the, the audience. So our job, you know, as Captivate is to tell you stories and give you insights on, well, look, if this, then that, if this happened, this other thing happened, you know, let's do more of this stuff, but you know, all that other stuff that didn't work, you know, and and I actually sort of experimented with this on myself. I stopped posting to Instagram and and to YouTube, actually downloads went up, but I wouldn't have had the guts to do that had I not done it, you know? So our job is to connect those. So the short links is a is sort of the first piece in a connection of the dots puzzle. One of the next things that we've got coming up, which I don't know if I've ever mentioned elsewhere, but within a few weeks, I'm trying to look at the roadmap, but I've got the wrong screen on. But um, you'll be able to book guests through Captivate. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Interesting. So you'll have, because we can't, again, we control now, obviously, John, you mentioned you can connect your own domain name. Well, once your domain name is connected, we can give you other standard pages. You know, we do a single promo link slash listen. We can also give you slash booking if we want. That's reserved for you. Set your time. Here's when I'm available. Now, the cool thing with this is that we can connect the dots. Where's your bio, Mark? You're going to be on the podcast. Right. Well, here's my bio. Cool. Sweet. Well, guess what we own? We've got snippets in our show notes, which will include variables. Here's a snippet variable, which is John and Matt's bio. And they were guests on the show. So time and workflow is just saved and improved. But we can also shorten your guests' links using measurable short links. So you can attribute it back to them when they say, how was the guest? How, how did I do? You can say, well, I gave you all these clicks. So there's all, it's all that that we're aiming for, you know? Mark, let me tell you, as, as the person who does marketing and show notes, uh, some of the show notes here at, at queued up, if you're ever around my area, I'm buying you a beer and giving you a giant kiss. Because the two things that I always hate about other hosting providers, I mean, that's that's not really to, to bash anyone else. Like you said, it's 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 an evolution of things. But the fact that we can't find out as easily, hey, these listeners came from this place. Uh, as a marketing person, that's what I want to know. I, am I investing more time on on LinkedIn? Am I investing more time on Instagram? Should I invest more time 
on these blogs or, or anywhere else. I need to know where these people are coming in so that way I can scope things down to the, the, the meat and potatoes, the stuff that does the best for me, and then figure out if I want to do anything else after that. But shorten down my workflow so I'm not doing 400 things. Knowing that being able to have those short links is amazing. And then the booking aspect, oh, oh all of our clients are going to love this. <laughs> um, yeah. I, it's, it's, that's an amazing piece of software. And um, I don't think it's hyperbole to say that it's absolutely going to change the game. I think you, you know we're going to see a lot of other hosting platforms be forced to because, I mean, they've got to compete. And in order to compete, they need to be able to provide those level of analytics. They need to provide those level of services. So uh, hats off to you, man. Uh, you've made my job a hell of a lot easier. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. There's also an option that you don't have to do just your your single podcast. Like agencies can can sign up for under Captivate and have a, a roster of podcasts under one username, correct? Or, or one like agency name? Yeah, so we, that's a good question, actually, John. So we operate on like an unlimited shows model. And we always say that, look, you can you can use any of the plans and host as many shows as you want. The lower two plans, the 19 bucks and I think the, the 49 bucks a month plan, you can't host like client shows on there. And we just, we do that from like a fairness perspective. Like, you know, we're giving you a lot of extra stuff. Like just be, if you've got a client paying you a bit of money, at least chuck 19 bucks a month on, you know, and they'll, they'll pay for their own hosting. So we, I mean, we get people yeah. trying it on and we got hammered yesterday for it on one of the Facebook groups. Like, well, why can't you give us it all for free? And I was like, you know, I'd absolutely love to, but it gets cold in winter. <laughs> yes. You know, I got to stick the heat yeah. on. They get it. You know, they get it. And but I think the thing that we, we do and what, one thing that we, we're always really keen on doing, and I think we'll always do, because I just think it's how we are as people, is that like we'll never force someone to do that upgrade. But what we will do is say, well, you're missing out on all this other stuff. Like it's in our T's and C's that you can't host clients on your, on your 19 bucks a month plan. But like, we'll sort of tell you off a little bit for it. And if you really take the mic, if you really push it, we'll probably be, we'll have to have a little chat. But actually, look, here are all these network analytics. Here's this network level website that we're launching. You know, you, you can't, if you're doing a good job of this, you probably want these things. So like, here's the feature set that will benefit you. So I think it's, do you know, it's just been sensible, I think a lot of the time. But yeah, I mean, anyone can create a network. Like I create my own, you know, I've got my own personal network of shows and I mean, I get my hosting for free, which is a perk of the job. You know, I save 20 bucks. <laughs> right. But I, I wanted people, it's very important to Kieran and I actually when we started. I personally know what I'm like. Here's a pen. I love pens now. So I'm going to start a podcast about pens. And then next week, you know, something else happens and I love that. And I think I'm going to start a podcast about it. But that, that fifth or sixth show might be the one that I stick to. And I don't want you to think, oh, I can't create another podcast because it's another 10 bucks a month. Or... I've got to create it for free, but I lose the content after 90 days or whatever. Like, I don't see why you should have to pay for the creativity. You know, it's always that's, baffled me. That's that. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Well, that, that leads us into a really good point, which is there are a lot of dead shows out there. And uh, recently, Pod News did a little article about it where, you know, Anchor was noted for having a lot of dead shows. Uh, Captivate in, in their list says 60% of shows are active in the last 90 days, which is you know, I think second on the list, I think shortly behind Megaphone, though you guys have significantly more shows. So uh, I'll give it to you guys more impressive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can you talk to the, the idea of dead shows? And do you think it is just a matter of iteration? Or do you think it's, you know, it's people are getting into it, realizing how hard it actually is to do something compelling and just drop it off the face of the earth with it? 
Yeah, I think it's an interesting question. I think it's multi-layered. I think it's nuanced. I have this this heated debate with a lot of people that are friends and that I respect in the industry, but that would describe themselves as podcasting since 2005. Nothing wrong with that. And we are all friends, like genuinely, we eat and drink and break bread together. However, some of the viewpoints that come out because of this stem from a place of, of, of wanting to own an industry that is now pretty much not able to be owned. So I think there's a nuanced set of answers to this. And I think we've got to really start to understand what a dead show is. You know, should Lord of the Rings by Peter Jackson be deleted because he's not made any more since The Hobbit? Of course not. Like, that's well, a great point. Yeah. I was going to say, say the same thing, like with Serial, right? Serial yeah. hasn't been made, in, but they're really not an active show because they haven't made in, in years, right? Exactly. And it's like, who are we to be the arbiters? of what is good to someone else. So that's like that's like question number one. Question number two is, well, let's not beat around the bush or pretend, it's not really dead shows that we're bothered about. It's crap. So yes. the point that I'm getting at here is, it's me going, test, test, one, two, oh, sweet, yeah, podcasting. Now, that's the <laughs> problem, all right? Because, you know, let's assume I've got a mental health show and I help people with terminal cancer with their mental challenges on a daily basis so that they have the best quality of life. I've got, a friend, I've got a friend that runs a podcast like that, right? But he's released like four episodes, but those four episodes have changed people's lives. And they've not changed because terminal cancer and mental awareness don't change. And he doesn't need to do anymore because he's done his job. So that should stay, but it's quote unquote, a dead show. It's pod faded, but it hasn't. It's just not produced anymore. Someone going test, 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 test. That should be handled. And that's what we should deal with. Now, should the host do it? Should Apple and Spotify do it? Should it be a mix of both? You know, well, I, we, I mean, we do this with the offboarding of Captivate. If ever, sadly, anyone decides not to podcast anymore, we walk them through a set of processes where it's very clear, like, okay, cool. You don't want to do this anymore. That's all well and good. We're really sorry about that. Like, do you want your show to stay alive? Oh, wait a sec. That's an option. Yeah, well, of course it is. You know, so we, we actually try and, and, and give people that understanding so that they can sort of self-regulate, they can sort of clean up. Should the host do it? I don't know. Because as someone that runs a hosting company, you're going to get it wrong. You will delete someone's show and they're going to be annoyed. And rightly so, if you, if you do get it wrong. Do, who builds the AI tools and the machine learning to run the natural language processing to decide who's saying test, test, test? Like, that's a cost. Uh, the logical people to do it would be Apple and, and Spotify because they can afford to put the cost in. So I think it's a very nuanced answer, but I think just as a very quick summary, there's nothing wrong with a show not publishing if it's purposefully not publishing. And I think that's the difference, you know? Yeah. No, I, I think that's a great answer. And your Lord of the Rings example was was perfect too, because you're right. I mean, there are a ton of podcasts out there that, that did exactly what they needed to do and they, they don't need to constantly keep publishing for the sake of publishing in order to be quote unquote alive in order to to not be pod faded if anything that would actually be watering down the industry even further that would be really giving us the problem that we actually have which is a ton of people mm. who like you said test 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 oh this is great and then proceed to never <laughs> do another episode ever again <laughs> and that'd be tantamount to like deleting or, or, or demanding that every book that you've not read should be deleted unless you've you know, until the point that you've read the book and ascertained whether it's to your standard or not. Like who, it, it has to be self-regulating. It has to be. Now, could the host do more? Yeah, of course they could. You know, like we've got one of the new things we put in 2.0 for Captivate was a, um, 
a notification center, which, you know, it's, it's event-driven stuff. You know, if X happens, send a notification about Y. Could we do that? Hey, we've noticed you're not published in a little while, but you're still getting X amount of downloads. Like here are a combination of criteria that point to your show still being popular. Just a heads up. Like if you publish again, you'll probably get some downloads. You know, there's a, there's, there's a few different things that we could do as hosting platforms. Hosting platforms sometimes get a bad rap, especially amongst the the, the news outlets out there. And I mean, you know, again, friends with them all, know them all well, a um, lot of respect for them. And even amongst people that are industry thought leaders, again, many of them are on our advisory board. They often articulate ideas from a place of no input required, apart from a transient set of opinions. You know, they don't have to do the coding. They don't have to do the first and second and third line support. You know, there's just an element of sensibility when it comes to anything like this. And it, but it's really bloody hard. It is hard to decide. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you mentioned, you know, Spotify and Apple maybe should be the arbiters of what is still existing or what should still be around. You're right. I mean, certainly they have the money to be able to do it. They have the team to be able to build something like that. My guess is that we'll never see them do it because there's just no reason to them. You know, like it's, it's not their hosting that, that is getting killed with it. So I wonder if, if maybe we're maybe not there yet, but over 2 million podcasts, a good chunk of them are dead and, and just, I, I don't want to say shouldn't exist, but they're not getting any downloads. No one's paying any attention to it. The host, the listeners, anybody. I wonder if there's just a certain point in which hosting providers, Captivate being one of them, goes, you know what? Our hosting bill's kind of expensive. And at a certain point, we just have to to get rid of them. If not now, maybe 10 years down the line, if something like that ends up happening. Can you see that as a hosting provider? The funny thing with that is if it's not getting any downloads, it doesn't cost us anything. Well, that's, I guess that's a good point. Right. Yeah. You know, we may as well just leave that. It costs a bit of storage. When that That's why the old... Um, pay for your RSS feed you know, and pay for your storage model is becoming more and more outdated because people know what storage costs now. Like like that hard drive 10 years ago would have, I'd have had to sell the house. Yeah. It's crazy to think. So people know what storage costs now and they're not buying storage. So the only cost that we have outside of fixed cost staffing and you know all the, the usual stuff that you get as a business is, is the variable bandwidth and that you account for that. So if there's no downloads, it wouldn't really matter to us. A nice experiment for someone to run, you know, someone that isn't a hosting platform would be to say, right, let me get the download data aggregated from somewhere. Let me look at the trail off. Let me look at the trailing 12 months downloads for any given podcast. Let me start to look at correlations between, you know, when show was live versus drop off in downloads after show stopped publishing. Which ones had a nice petering off period, like I assume serial, which ones continue to grow potentially like serial. Which one's just dropped off a cliff? And, you know, so there's probably far more data there that will tell better stories and segment that dead show idea down even further. But again, who's going to do it? It's a hell of a lot of work. And what do you get? Yeah, it is. With Captivate having 60% of your shows being active within the last 90 days, do you feel like the podcasters that you're bringing onto your hosting platform or that are searching for you are different than those that are searching for like Anchor, the, the free platform? Do you think they're more, I don't know, uh, more seasoned podcasters, podcasters that want to stick around, want to keep producing things? Yeah, I think so. I wonder if, because in this business and in, in any business, there's two ways to acquire a customer. That is through being visible, networking in that regard, or going after kind of search traffic is, is the reality of it. Those are the two main ones. You certainly are very visible. You do a, a wonderful job networking. Again, 
Anyone that should be following you should be following you. It's Mr. Asquith at Twitter. I, I wonder if that's kind of it, if, of your visibility, your your being a leader in the industry kind of has a lot of people then go, well, I'm going to go with that guy because I'm, I'm, it's a hobby for me. It's I'm interested in it. I'm more dedicated to do it rather than another hosting provider who goes after search traffic, offers the free thing. And then, you know, ultimately that's where you get your looky loose. That's where you get your testers. You, you know, you don't necessarily get the people that are super bought into the idea of podcasting. I mean, do you think that has a weight to it? Yeah, 100%. And I think there's a direct correlation between free and continuing. No one wants free. It's like your classic, it's your classic pricing as an agency. You know, I've, I've run agencies in the past and, you know, it, if, if you give work for free, no one values it. So they want the, they want it free again. Or if they don't want it free, then they ask why the, why, why does it cost that much? <laughs> you know? What do you mean? Why does it cost that much? Because that's what you like. Go to a restaurant and do that. You know, when, who does that? No one It's crazy. Right. So yeah. I get freemium when it comes to commoditized software, which potentially podcast hosting could be argued as being. And actually, do you know what? I'm going to go whole hog on that. Podcast hosting is commoditized and it's because it's easy. Right? It's easy to be a podcast host. What's not easy is to be a good podcast hosting company and to tell the data stories and to give the other tools and to understand what you actually want. And that's why you get free hosting companies that are funded and they'll say things like, you know, well, we make our money from advertising. Like, well, no, you don't. Like, cool idea, but you don't. No, you don't. That's, that's simply flat wrong. And then you'll say, you'll get other podcast hosting companies that say, well, do you know what? We'll get people in right at the highest level We'll, we'll just create a very standard freemium funnel and we'll activate so many people to paid by taking stuff away. All well and good. That's cool. But if you take your stuff, if you take the things away from me that I've just put out there, I mean, I don't know what the, what the conversion rates are. I can probably guess, but I'm just going to go, I'm sort of a bit annoyed that you've done that and I don't see the value in you. So now, even though I'm not going to do it yet, in the back of my mind, I've already started thinking about looking around. So I'm sort of warm to other stuff. And then the purely free hosting companies, you know, they, they, they get people just going test, test, test. And the, 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 again, there's nothing wrong with any of this stuff. It's just a decision. Now, with Captivate, what we did from, from day one, we said we would not do a free plan. Why would we not do a free plan? Because it's inevitable that the people that pay the least demand the most. Most. Yeah. And yeah. it's <laughs> the way of the world. It's the way of business since, you know, Think of any old school business, you know, anything that was free attracts people that want free <laughs> yes. and they're usually the ones that have got the most needs. Now, that's not to say that they shouldn't be helped, but what that is to say is that you've got to help them at the right time, which is why we give our how to launch a podcast course away. We do a lot of that community work. You know, we do our free coaching every Friday. So from our side, I think we we sort of pre-qualify our leads and we probably get less signups than a big hosting platform that gives things away for free. But that's all right, because we can focus on the people, and that's why we can afford to reinvest in the guest booking and Amy and you know all the short links and all this other stuff. So it is, and that, I think that's why our, I think that's why our publication rates are higher because people have gone, yeah, I'm serious about this, so I am going to pay seventeen bucks a month, just like I'd pay. You know, I've got like you can't see it if we're on video at the minute, but I'm a bass player, right? I'm terrible. I am absolutely terrible, <laughs> and. So I want to get better because I've not played bass properly for like 20 years. I could 
go on YouTube and I, I do watch YouTube and I learn, you know, whatever. I might learn some patterns. I might learn, you know, whatever. Learn Just learn some uh, modal techniques to kind of get the modes under my fingers, whatever it is. That's the, that's the equivalent of the hosting. Like, that's the commodity stuff. That's the stuff anyone can do. But I've just bought two great big books from Ariane Cap, and I'm a member of uh, an online membership called Scott Space Lessons. He's a guy down the road, randomly. And why have I done that? Not for the thing that's commoditized, but for the structure around the commodity. For all of the structured pieces that give me a path and that give me not just a path, but you know, like if you play, you guys have played shuffleboard. Uh, again, I'm terrible at it. I've, co- I've got the hand eye coordination of like a small donkey. So <laughs> if you are playing shuffleboard, like I'm the guy that would, I, I'd want one of you guys, probably one each side, going down and knocking my little puck back on. You know, keep me within the parameters that, go, that are going to get me to the success at the end. Like that's our job. That's why I paid for the books. That's why I paid for the membership. That's why people pay for hosting. It's, they're not paying for the hosting. They're paying for me and the team and for the software, the platform, the notifications, the tools to knock them back in and keep them from veering off course too much. And that is the difference, I think. It's a random example. That's a great example. That's awesome, Mark. (laughs) Well, that was a great look at the business behind podcasting, the business behind hosting dead podcasts or dead shows, uh, and and certainly Captivate 2.0, which I don't want to necessarily pimp anything out here, but if you're not on Captivate, go to Captivate. It, it's all of those features will make you have a better podcast uh, as long as you're dedicated to it. So I want to thank Mark. Thank you very, very much for coming on. Mark Asquith, again, Mr. Asquith on Twitter is where you're going to go ahead and find him constantly putting out great stuff on there uh, and certainly make sure that the you follow everything that he's doing in terms of growth. Um, I know he has the podcast accelerator as well. So Again, follow everything that Mark's got going on on Twitter. And uh, thank you again for joining us today. It was, it was an amazing episode. Well, thank you both. You guys are fantastic. And yeah, always happy to, to lend a hand and just chip in where I can. I'm, I'm fascinated by this whole podcasting thing. <laughs> us too. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it.